welcome back to Talk Anything with Cass. I hope you guys are still hanging out with us, and I'm so glad that you are if you are. And thank you for listening. Today, I have a wonderful guest. She is one of my co-stars on Free Action Cry, and I am so delighted to have her with me today. Hi, Ash. How are you today? I'm surviving. How are you? (laughs) About the fucking same at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, I just realized something, I think. Oh? Uh, I think I'm your first lady guest. You are my first lady guest. How exciting. Um, So tell me a little about yourself. Um, Well, like you said, I'm I'm on Free Action Cry with you. I Mm -hmm. am a uh, native New Jerseyan and Floridian. Um, Mm -hmm. I love all things nerdy, D&D. uh, it's so weird talking about yourself because it's like, what do I share? Yeah. Um, a lot of my friends call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm i here. Hi. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Uh, I work with people with dementia. I'm actually a certified dementia practitioner. Believe it or not, I have a professional healthcare job. Yay. That's amazing. And such a, it's really one of those um, jobs that you really don't think about that is like a necessity. And then when you like find out, a, like, or even meet somebody that does that kind of thing, they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. There are people that, you know, have to do that kind of thing with, you know, things that happen with people that end up losing their memories. And it's like, right. Oh, it's a very yeah. it's <laughs> that job and I say like daycare providers and teachers all <laughs> deserve knighthood in my opinion. <laughs> Dude, I hang out with twenty people at the same time that all don't even know their name half the time. And it's like it works well because I don't know my name half the time. So it's like <laughs> you know, I feel like dementia and ADHD kinda like mesh well together so sure it's just like kindred spirits all hanging out together so <laughs> I, lo- I love what i do honestly i do um a lot of like life enrichment and uh, recreation therapy and a lot of like dementia education for the families and um just general support in in the community i work in an assisted awesome. living so yeah yeah that's awesome and you gotta have the most gracious patience for that and so I do I do commend you on that because I mean you are a total sweetheart so I do believe that you do that job very well so (laughs) well thank you thank you um it's a lot of the times honestly it is a very thankless job you know because uh, a lot of these people the thing with dementia and and something I say when I do a lot of educational pieces is people with dementia aren't giving you a hard time they're having a hard time Because, like, like, imagine if you thought you were still in your 30s and you had to get home to cook dinner and someone was telling you you have to sit down. Like, fuck that shit. I would not be sitting down. So it's just, you know, it's it's a very thankless job. But when you do it well and you do it with your heart, like, 
just earlier today, I was just sitting on the couch with my, my residents and she just leaned over and gave me a kiss on the cheek. And that's like, that's like Aww. thanks in itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. any sort of like, um, just active kindness back is just such a great feeling. Yeah. And the families too. I mean, I, I left my current job for a few months. Um, and then I came back and when I tell you some of the families literally threw their shit down to run and give me a hug because they were so happy I was back. Um, that's also like, that's like, thanks too. You know, thanks doesn't always have to be like, Hey, thank you. It's knowing that you impact people's lives, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, shit, there was, um, right before I moved to Oregon, I was the food and beverage director at the Cambria Hotel in Rapid City. And they had, I, I had a couple that got, ended up getting stuck at the hotel, unfortunately, because of the snow. And I found out later on that they were in Rapid City because they had to basically unplug their son from life support. Um, oh he had God. gotten into a car accident and they basically kept him on life support long enough for his parents to come and say goodbye. And then, of course, you know, these poor people, they got stuck at the hotel because of the snow. All the roads got shut down, the airports, everything. And so when the roads finally opened up, they tried to get any sort of rental car. They were going to charge them like over two grand for a fucking rental car for them to get from one place to another. And it was only like a two hour drive. Right. Like, no, absolutely fucking not. So, um, I, my parents lived only like 45 minutes from where they had to go anyway. And so I was like, I can take you. Like, I have no problem taking you. I knew kind of what, you know, how that felt because, you know, I, I lost my brother. And so, when I, hmm. when I did that, you know, like it was kind of my way of giving back in his name kind of. And Aww. so when I got back to the hotel, it was probably like, I want to say it was about a week later, we got a card in the mail and they just, they were saying thank you so much to all the staff and everything. And then they personally by name thanked me for getting them to their other son's house so that they can make it home and I fucking cried (laughs) Uh, I mean I'm sure like it's yeah um like working with older people that are in assisted living a lot of them have like chronic health conditions or dementia so they're obviously going to pass away and sure um there there have been actually a few times where residents have passed away and like I've gotten plates of cookies, like I've gotten letters, like Aww. it's it's hard. It's hard, but it's like I don't know. It's it's a rewarding job. I I enjoy doing yeah. it, so I but can understand that. Maybe we should talk about happier stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's what we're here for. We're here to talk about anything. And I think that people need to recognize that that is a wonderful job that more people need to have more patience to, for. So, right. You know. And well. acknowledge it. Acknowledge <laughs> your people that help out your family members, guys. Like, Right. Come on, they're there taking care of the people that you do not want to. So, 
buck up and say and send him flowers or something. <laughs> get, him a, get him a fucking coffee. Like, come right. on. <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoy back rubs. That works yes. too. <laughs> yeah. See. Or we pizza. Like <laughs> coffee. We like candy, chocolate most of the time. You know, like. Right. I mean, I enjoy a cake every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so what's your first topic? So I guess this might be a good segue. Um, maybe I was thinking we could talk about like funny work stories, like funny things that have happened at work for both of us. Okay. You can go first. No, you go first. I was about to say, let's roll for it, but we're not on roll for anything. <laughs> oh, but um, I do have Discord up. Are we about to roll on Discord? Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Where? Are the, I'm on uh, Avena. <laughs> you rolled a D2. Why did you roll a D2? Because there's only two of us. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! <Damn> I- <laughs> okay, okay. So. Alright. <laughs> this is what happens when you get two girls that play fucking D&D together. <laughs> we roll for it. <laughs> we roll for everything. <laughs> I've seriously adopted that in my real life. It's, it's a problem. Same. Um, so... <laughs> With the theme of, of dementia, right? Uh, walking into an assisted living, working with people who have, you know, cognitive decline and issues, it's never a dull moment um, uh-huh. because a lot of times with dementia, like your your um, your frontal lobe is affected first usually, and that's where like your judgment. And like where, where you store like social cues and things like that. So things sure. can be pretty interesting sometimes. Um, yeah. So <laughs> this story I fondly call "Code Naked." Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I I was sitting at the front. Well, not sitting at the front desk. I was talking to um, the concierge at the time. There's this big dude named Eddie. He's awesome. And we were just talking about something. And then in my periphery, I just see like bare ass. So I look and one of the residents uh, that was in a wheelchair was stood up by the front fireplace, by the front door, right before we're going to have a tour, mind you. Like people are coming (laughs) to look at the assisted living to see if they want to live there. And uh, (laughs) I look over and this dude, he was basically touching his toes pulling his pants down and i saw everything i saw ass the backside of his <laughs> balls like it was a whole thing so i'm on the radio <laughs> i'm on the radio and i'm like can i please get some assistance at the front desk for resident so and so we'd say room numbers because it's their identity and stuff so uh-huh. i got no response and so oh, i tried no. again can i i'm like can i please get some assistance for mr so-and-so no response again i got so fed up i was like code naked 
code naked front desk. And when I tell you everybody, like from the back offices, the kitchen, caregivers, med techs, nurses, they all came to the front at that point because I was yelling code naked. (laughs) So that is actually a code that we use at work now. That's fucking amazing. (laughs) So that's a funny story from my job. Code naked. Code naked. We should like call the episode Code Naked. Yep. We're gonna, we are, it's gonna be Code Naked with Ash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. There's so many things that have happened to me that are funny at work. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, I'll go with the nudity theme. So, um, I was working at this place in Sheridan, Wyoming, and it—I was the—I um, was the pastry chef, and I was working the front desk just like at night and on the weekends to make extra money. And because I was a single mom, I didn't get child support. I still don't get child support, right? And so. And ladies, honestly, I did it. You can fucking do it too. You just have to work your ass off and deal with it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no, man. Fuck that, dude. Um, So I I checked in these guys from BNSF, uh, the railroad. And um, (laughs) it was funny because I happened to be dating a guy from the railroad at that time who was doing the rapid response and um all of a sudden like i get a phone call to the desk like 10 minutes later and it was one of the railroad guys and he's like hey could i like, get a couple of extra towels and i was like oh yeah sure that was normal you know i always was bringing extra towels and pillows or whatever and mm-hmm. so <laughs> i get to the door and I knock on the door, and I say front desk, and he opens the door, completely naked, with a raging heart on. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was, like, not expecting that at all, and I was like, um, uh, I, uh, um, here, uh, here's your towels, um, I, uh, f- uh and I, like, I see you around. already have the towel rack to hang them on. <laughs> <laughs> Right. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, do you want to join? And I went, nope, I'm good. (laughs) Walked back to the thing. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. That was the worst. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. Like, dude, old men are dirty. Let me tell you. Like, they... They are bad. Like, when I was first a caregiver, when I was 18, right, I was a little youngin, and I had this resident that always looked forward to his bi-weekly shower with me. Oh. Um, (laughs) And actually, at the time, I was working with my best friend, Jacob, and he's like, he was like this seven-foot-tall bodybuilder, and (laughs) um, on a specific night that I had this patient... I I was like, Jacob, I will trade you. Who do you have? And it was like this sweet old lady. I'm like, I will I will buy you lunch. I will do whatever. And so I walk <laughs> into the dirty old man's room and I was like, 
Hey, Mr. Showman, so you ready for your ready for your shower? And this man was already buck ass naked, sitting his in, in his recliner chair, like big pimpin', like ready, right? And <laughs> and then Jacob walks in behind me, like, "Yep, I'm gonna do your shower." And the look on this man's face was priceless. Like he went from "Yeah, I'm ready" to "Dear God, no." <laughs> like <laughs> I just remember that that just being so funny to me and he never like bothered me after that again which was funny but like the, you know if you're old if you're like 90 you know like yeah and that's the only enjoyment you get right <laughs> you gotta look forward to something at some point right right <laughs> Right, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had um, one time where, well, actually, so like you know how when I play Tari, my little rogue, and I'm not ever freaking roguey or ninja y when I'm playing her because roll fucking 20 or Avre hates me. <laughs> Avery's such a bitch. Avery is a fucking cunt. Um, I I have been killing it in real life <laughs> doing my stealth checks and my ninja moves because <laughs> there's one co-worker of mine who reminds me a lot of my brother, so it's kind of nice to have him around because me and my brother used to just fuck with each other all the time when we worked together. Oh, yeah. And so, like... There's the thing where, like, if I if I see that he doesn't see me walk up, I'll, like, hide behind the pole. And I'll just kind of, right. like, you can see just, like, half of me. And I'll wait until he, like, looks up. <laughs> well, there's been a couple of times the last couple of weeks where, like, he doesn't see me at all. And I sneak right <laughs> up on him. And I scare the holy shit out of him. And he's like, that wasn't fair. God damn it, Cassie. <laughs> That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Or remember as, so like, um, I got those little purple flamingos out of that board game that I I made that game out of. Um, So my favorite thing is, like, I still keep getting more and more of them and continually (laughs) leaving them in random places in, like, units. (laughs) Right, yeah. And then I'll, like, shake people's hands with them, like, hidden in my hand. And, like, pass them <laughs> off and just, like, walk the fuck away, like, completely straight-faced. Oh, my they God. just, like, I can tell in the reflection, usually, like, I'll, I'll either catch a reflection out of the window. And then, like, look down in their hand and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, like, um, my last year at community college, uh... I had this geology class and one of my classmates had, he worked at Spirit Halloween. So he got a bunch of these like fake little mini skeletons and he like gave a bunch to all of us and we would just hide them around the classroom to torment our teacher. And like, we would name them. Like the teacher would walk in and just look around and be like, where is it? And we would (laughs) never tell him and just let him find it. And then when he would find it, we would we would tell him the name. <laughs> like it would be like Bone Tholomew, Bone Regard, Bone Jamin. <laughs> like just different like That's bone amazing. themed names. So like when you posted that, I was like, 
Bartholomew. <laughs> it's just fun to fuck with people. Oh yeah, it's like my favorite thing. Same. It's 100% my favorite thing. It is all I do all day. There's right. um, so like we'll have to like cut out panels of in parts of the walls and stuff to get wires through, and they come out in like the most hilarious shapes. And so what I've been doing has been drawing like faces on them because like where <laughs> Justin like will do like the um, spot to like basically like um, start the hole because he uses a router and so he'll start it and it kind of looks like a fate like a some shape of a head and then it's got a smile so i'll like literally draw like a fucking face on it and <laughs> i've gotten like a smiling dinosaur i did a snail yesterday i fucking i did a stoned um pac-man fucking i i've done so many of them there's like i keep giving them to my coworker kayla <laughs> <laughs> and we've That's got amazing. a whole wall of them stapled <laughs> you should do like you should do like a what is it an art exhibition of your fucking yeah. wall wall punch outs <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> we have so much fun at work and we tr- well because we have to because like the they treat us like slaves half the time and so it's like we gotta find some way to entertain ourselves and it was kind of funny because like a couple weeks ago the guys forgot to cut out the square for like the air conditioner and Mm -hmm. so we uh cut out a penis for them so they knew (laughs) where where that was the whole square was supposed to go guys (laughs) you know you could call your art exhibition what's that stoned and plastered (laughs) (laughs) fucking perfect do it oh yeah I'm gonna take a picture of it tomorrow when I'm at work and then I'll send it to you and then we'll post it somewhere oh my god please (laughs) do it you should post it on uh, creative pursuits in the TLD thing oh yeah I will I totally will (laughs) oh my god stone and plaster (laughs) amazing um what's your next topic so another good segue i my next topic is funny stoned stories oh my god yes (laughs) this time you go first haha um one time i almost ran myself over with my own vehicle and i was the one driving (laughs) (laughs) what what uh-huh. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a weird night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that takes talent. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um well it was a it was like a bunch of like string of unfortunate events that just kinda happened in the <laughs> with me ending up on my back outside of my vehicle and having to roll out of the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Mom and Dad, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. And he actually does. Oh, no. It was actually a guy in the passenger seat. I don't remember his name. His name was Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. We'll oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. So, I'm like, glad you how- didn't get run over. Yeah. Well, what happened was... My friend and I got stoned. 
we were like 19 no. at this time so like <laughs> no like i know right so crazy <laughs> this probably my friend and i got stoned really <laughs> you don't say <laughs> Fucking (laughs) So We're like Fuck it we're gonna go get some McDonald's Because we had the munchies And she's like fuck I forgot something at my house Let's run by my house real quick Because like she had met these guys At this like tool thing Earlier And she thought that one of them was really super hot And she's like let's go hang out with them At their hotel And I was like I really don't want to do that but <laughs> can we not can we not and then she's like well they, they're from Colorado so they have really good weed and I was like okay I'm there I was about so, to say you got me there <laughs> <laughs> so we grab our McDonald's we head back to her house I'm sitting I'm sitting in my truck and this guy who is with their group or whatever, he is sitting in my passenger seat. And I forgot that my truck was still in drive because I didn't plan on putting it in park. I was still like in like the like driving lane. So and we were in fucking Wyoming. So like there was not like it, it, nobody was coming. It was like also 11 o'clock at night. So <laughs> well, that's fortunate. Fucking, right. Um so next thing you know the jackass in the back seat spills the fucking spray all over like the front like floorboards of my truck I have one of those like uh, rubber floor mats or whatever so I was like whatever I'll just toss it out and then throw it in the back of the truck wash it off later and then whatever Right. well stoned me <laughs> <laughs> Forgets my truck is still in drive. I jump out. Truck starts driving. I <laughs> fall on my back. I oh still my had. <laughs> I still have my fries in my hand and <laughs> the other because <laughs> I had to toss that some bitch back in the fucking back of the truck because he spilt it all over my truck. Well, there was still some in the cup. So not only did I get the rest of the Sprite, but I had all of my fries all over me as I fall (laughs) on my back out of my truck. I see the truck rolling. I say, oh, fuck, start to roll over. Next thing you know, I hear a screech because the guy in the passenger seat pulled, jumped over the fucking console, slams on the brakes and puts my truck in park. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's fucking wild. Yeah. Fucking chaos. <laughs> oh my god. Chaos. Now oh, you fuck. go. Oh my god. <laughs> well, funny enough, <laughs> my my story slightly, I guess, has to deal with a vehicle, but maybe not in the way that you would think. Um, so, <clears throat> when I lived in Florida, I actually used to do stand-up comedy. And oh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, I believe this 100%. <laughs> um, before a show, um, part of my payment for a set that I did was weed. So we smoked before nice. the show. 
and we drank. So I was drunk and a little high. Well, a lot of high. And <laughs> I, I make my way to the bathroom before my set and I sit down on the toilet and I grab the toilet paper and I try to buckle myself into the toilet seat <laughs> with the toilet paper because I was so fucking high. <laughs> <Drunk. laughs> um, it's time to go for an airplane ride, guys. And, and apparently, look, apparently I smashed my set, which is awesome. I don't know how okay. I did, but I did. Um, I'm glad that I made it out of my toilet paper prison. That was That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> Help, uh, I, guys, I, I can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember sitting there like, wait a minute. This is not how that works. <laughs> um, I didn't almost get run over, but at least I buckled up, right? <laughs> imagine imagine if I had buckled myself in and still tried to jump out. <laughs> Click it or ticket, Paul Walker. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon? Too soon. I don't give a fuck. At me. Also, don't at me. <laughs> at me, I don't give a fuck. What's your next topic? Oh, boy. Um, do you think that you would survive in a zombie apocalypse? Why or why not? Oh. Hmm. Uh, so I, I would have two questions or two answers for this. One, it would be depending on where it started and how much of a head start I got. Right. Um... So if I, if it was to where I had a good head start, yes, because I know places were to hide, especially because I live in the Pacific Northwest and that would be easy as fuck to just dig a hole in the fucking hill and be like, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> there are lots of ghost towns over here too. It'd be fucking perfect. Um, if I didn't have a good enough head start. Nope. <laughs> like, why, though? Like, why specifically? Um, because I probably would not be prepared. <laughs> at all. <laughs> I, I think no matter what circumstances, I don't think I would. Either way, just because, <laughs> one, I am short and squat. My legs <laughs> are small. Um, <clears throat> I, <laughs> I'd build you extenders. Uh, fair. Um, <laughs> look, I, I like food and yeah. I think if I had no electricity and I couldn't like cook food, I would just like, <laughs> I would just I die. I would just die. <laughs> yeah. Like I would die. No, like no air conditioning. <laughs> hell, the, hell no. Like I know, right? Um, like no, no Netflix, no Hulu, no anime. Like what? Right. I, I, I I'd be like, take me, take me, just, chop just my take arm. Me. There's um, there's a couple of different scenarios that I've 
of shows and like podcast audio dramas that I've listened to that like uh, of things that I would be able to survive if I had like these type of situations. Right. But as it stands right now, like maybe I might would be able to just because I live in an RV and my home is like, I could literally live off of the grid if I needed to. And that's why I say like, if I had a little bit of a head of the start and was able to get like my house going, then yes, absolutely. But I feel like my only saving grace in a zombie apocalypse would honestly be my husband because (laughs) this motherfucker has plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G1, G2, (laughs) like all the way down the alphabet. Like this is, he knows exactly where he would get food, where he would set up. Meanwhile, I'm just like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, no, no more Starbucks. (laughs) No more Starbucks. What? I'm gonna die. (laughs) No more Popeyes. What? (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) What do you mean I can't have pumpkin anymore? You fuck. No more pumpkin bread? Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm, just shoot me now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, pretty much. Like, I think that would be my only hope for survival, honestly. And even then... It would just be, it would be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there would be a few things like, uh, you know, I think about like the past, and then I think about things like now, and I don't know if I would actually be able to like go back in time and live in the old timey days where they didn't have as much as we do now. Oh, I could never. I, I'm a very like spoiled person. I like comfortable i like being comfortable whether it's warm or cool um um but yeah i i don't know Uh, uh, we live in a very spoiled society and i have i have adopted that very much so um (laughs) very convenient Um, i know it's so crazy now nowadays like so like you and I have like quite a bit of age difference. So like I remember a time where like I had to order from a catalog and I had to wait like a week for it to get there and then I had to wait for another week sometimes more for it to come back and that was like my online quote unquote ordering shopping. And nowadays, like, you could just get on fucking Amazon and be like, boop, 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 and it's here in two days. <laughs> right, yeah. Yep. <laughs> just the convenience of it has just changed so much. And even the internet. I mean, I I remember before the internet. <laughs> and I remember dial-up, and then now all of a sudden you just, like, open your computer and it's automatically on. It's just amazing to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like, even even me, like, I'm 27, but I still Mm. remember dial-up, too, like, AOL, like, yeah, um, I still remember I had cassette tapes for a while when I was younger, and then, you know, obviously you move over to CDs, um, and then, then it was all, like, iPods and that kind of stuff, um, so it's, like, crazy to, like, live through that and see all the different... Um, it's just technological advances yeah yeah it's crazy because like i mean i remember having to 
go to the store and buy a bunch of blank tapes so that I could record the songs from the radio so that I would be (laughs) able to like fucking have the songs that are quote unquote popular at the time. And then of course, when it got to the point where like I was, I was making my own money, like by babysitting and stuff. So like, then I was able to like go to like the secondhand store where they had because we had like this cute little like second chance like CD and or it mm-hmm. wasn't even a CD thing it was like records a tracks tapes that kind of thing right <laughs> um, and so I was able to buy like the tapes that I wanted at that time and then right. all of a sudden CDs happened and I'm like. God damn it. <laughs> I've just got all these tapes. <laughs> Rest in peace. Right? I bet you mm. I still have a bunch of them in my cedar chest at my parents' house. I I, bar- I guarantee you that I do. And my very first cassette, I will never forget, that I bought was no doubt spiderwebs. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, that was the first time that I got to, like, actually babysit. That was, like, the fifth grade. So it was, like, it, like I want to say, huh. like, what, how old are you in the fifth grade? So, like, that's, what, eight, nine, ten? You're, like, eleven. Eleven. Wait. Yeah. Or ten or, like, eleven. I want to say ten because my son is in the sixth grade and he's eleven. So, yeah, so ten. So I was babysitting for, like, family and, like, other, you know, just random people at the that were close to my my family um at the time and so like i was breaking it in fucking good when i was that age (laughs) i was babysitting everybody's fucking kids because no one had a babysitter in our small ass town so right and i was pretty responsible for a 10 year old because like my biological mom she never really took care of me so i pretty much took care of myself and so like I was already cooking and cleaning and doing my own laundry by the time I was eight. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that coat. I feel the same way about my mother. So (sighs) yeah, I could go (laughs) on about that lady, but, um, so it was kind of nice. Like I, at at that, and then once I learned what punk was and that, like the ska kind of thing, like the nineties, that was like the real stuff that was coming out, like the grunge, the ska, that kind of thing. And, um, so that's where I kind of got into punk. And then from when, from punk, I got into metal and then it just was all downhill from there <laughs> or up yeah. there really, if you want to think about it, cause metal's fucking awesome. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like that's an upgrade, but I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah total, total upgrade. <laughs> oh boy. I remember my ska face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the horns, oh, the horns, baby, the horns. <laughs> oh boy well uh do you want to do you want to discover what my idea was that i mentioned yes i'm ready for this i'm actually really excited because i didn't expect it to be like this entertaining Uh so what i did because i asked you for your birthday so what Mm -hmm. i did is i took your birthday and my birthday and i searched florida man articles corresponding with our birthdays Oh my god, yes. So <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start uh I'm gonna start with with yours. Okay. So hold on, here we go. So it's um Florida man, September first, twenty twenty one, uh is caught pleasuring himself with an ice pack in front of EMT crew. 
<laughs> so uh, what's hilarious about this story is it takes place in Pinellas County, which I'm I, I, where I lived for six years. I lived in Pinellas oh, wow. County. So okay. hilarious. Yeah. Um, sure. So Pinellas County, Florida on September 1st, a Florida man has been arrested for pleasuring himself with an ice pack right in front of first responders. Um, police arrested Florida man Terry Majors, 30, charged him with a misdemeanor for showing his private parts and in parentheses as, as sexual organs. <laughs> and said, uh, the jail released him only days later. Um, according to the police report, the event happened because Majors had previously called 911 for his breathing problems. An EMT crew quickly arrived at the scene, although expected the unexpected happened. Majors removed all his clothing and started masturbating right after their arrival with an ice pack. Of course, the first responder wanted to prosecute. This led police to charge Majors for what he was doing. However, this isn't the first time Majors has been in jail. He was previously charged for selling crack and cocaine to an undercover cop. He also had experience with burglary. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Oh my god, wait, there's another one under it. Hold on. Oh my Uh, god. Well, give me your thoughts on this one. I'll tell you the next one. (laughs) Well, um... Um... Burr, first of all... I, um... I feel like these uh, Florida man articles are more like like zodiac signs, but for Florida, it's like it's like what are you? Oh, I'm masturbates with ice pack. That's my Florida man for my birthday. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god, um, that kind of reminds me of the story that happened when I was living in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> This lady, so, okay, what happened first to start this whole thing off was this guy was out on his porch, like, saying that he was gonna shoot himself, basically, and he had, like, basically the cops roadblocking each side of the block, and while he's, like, got the cops all distracted and everything... This lady is all of a sudden driving through the blockade on a golf cart, naked. Oh my god. And she just happened to be drunk (laughs) at the same time. So not only did she not notice that there's this police blockade, (laughs) (laughs) she forgot her clothing. Oh, oh boy, that was an interesting day. <laughs> Don't Cassie, why it. are you late to work? Well, <laughs> you're going to find out when you watch the five o'clock news tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yikes. <laughs> oh, people in nakedness in Florida. What is up, yo's? Wait, I mean, wait. I know it's, like, hot and humid down there, but, like, 
Wow. We'll cast on. <laughs> the next story involves someone naked as well. Let me, oh, let me sweet. regale you. Okay. I'm here so for the this. other the other one on September 1st. It says naked Florida man turns cookie cookie baking into a house fire. Um oh god. Ni- Niceville, Florida. After what? quick <laughs> after quickly responding to the house fire, firefighters and police officers found something unusual. I wonder what that could be. Uh firefighters got a call reporting a house fire and they were arrived at the location at 5.30 p.m. sharp on September 1st. They could see smoke coming from the inside. A man, a naked man to be precise, came outside, opened the door and said, I'm sorry, then closed the door right after. (laughs) (laughs) Later on, the officers came and quickly engaged in assisting the firefighters. Once again, the man opened the door but left it open this time. Progress, okay. Based on the report from the local police department, the man's reaction showed that he could not grasp how dire the situation was. Even though the fire had already burned several things in the house, including the towels, the police officer then quickly detained the man and kept him away from the house for his own safety. It could have been worse because if he had stayed in the house longer, he could have died from smoke, as stated by the firefighters. (laughs) <laughs> wow <laughs> that's... Just, this, dude, this dude I'm sorry closes the door <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like that would probably be my reaction I would just be like I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's what kills me is that he said I'm sorry That, that I don't know why that fucking killed me <laughs> like could you imagine robbing a bank and being like I'm sorry and then just closing the door on the police officers oh my god I don't I I don't even know I wouldn't even know what to do if I was that cop (laughs) Or, or the firefighters or uh EMTs like uh, uh sir are you aware <laughs> that you are naked <laughs> code naked code naked code, code naked <laughs> oh my god that is amazing. do you want to hear you want to hear one for my birthday yes I all feel right. like all the weirdos come out on my birthday Florida man using Fingers in the shape of a gun grabs napkins from Waffle House, Sheriff says. (laughs) A Florida man has been arrested after an incident at a Waffle House in which suspect who stated he was high and drunk used his fingers in the shape of a gun to ultimately get away with some napkins, according to Madison County Sheriff's Office. The incident took place on Monday night at the Waffle House located on Bandit Street in Madison, which is located (laughs) in North Florida, east of Tallahassee. Did he have uh, a handkerchief on his face? <laughs> Was he a bandit? For real? No. <laughs> Damn it. Um, witness said he announced he was high and drunk and grabbed some napkins. And wa- Oh, wait, no, I missed. All right, hold on. I missed my place. Uh, okay. Sher- Sheriff David Harper stated a Waffle House employee placed a 911 call to report the crime saying no one had been injured and that the suspect had left in a vehicle 
Witness said the man was wearing a gray hoodie, dark jeans, and a dark hat. Plus, uh, plus he was with a small dog. They said he began to shout, get on the ground, y'all are getting robbed, the sheriff's office said. Witness said he announced he was high and drunk, wow. then grabbed some napkins and walked out. While no weapon was seen, witnesses said he raised his hands with fingers pointed in the shape of a gun. Witness descriptions and video surveillance led sheriff's deputies suspect Edward William Rodriguez, 28 of Madison, located at his home in Dinkin Street, uh, six miles away. Deputy stated Rodriguez admitted he had gone to Waffle House to get some napkins and said he was going to rob the establishment. (laughs) (laughs) Finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) And like it said he was with a small dog. So I just imagined him also holding a chihuahua. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's like, oh, I'm so fierce. Bang, bang. <laughs> Anybody but pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I am Kitty. Meow. <laughs> Meow. No, maybe he thought it was a dog, but it was actually a raccoon. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. I feel like all the crazies come out on my birthday since, like, the first day of, like, you know, spooky season. And so it's just, like, <gasps> ding! A thing pops in their head and they're like, oh, time to act weird. You did get all the naked ones. Mine was just had a finger gun, which I think yeah. is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely amazing. You get so so your Florida man zodiac sign is masturbating with an ice pack. Mine is finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> so your code finger guns. I'm code naked. Perfect. Code <laughs> naked. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so let's see. What was your recommendation for your first recommendation? So I actually I have two books and one movie. Okay. Um so I'm a really big uh well my my husband honestly turned me on to um this author named Christopher Moore. And okay. one of my favorite stories from him is called A Dirty Job, which is about a man Ooh. who loses his wife uh like right after she gives birth to their daughter and after his wife gives birth, he finds out that he is a Grim Reaper. And uh, he basically has to raise his daughter and be the Grim Reaper all at the same time. Um, and there's like some also like just some really funny shenanigans. Like it's a it's a funny story. Like yeah. Christopher Moore does a really good job of not only doing humor, but obviously the beginning's really sad. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not really spoilery because it literally is, like, within the first paragraph like, of the book. Like, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it actually has a sequel called Secondhand Souls. So, it's it's just, like, a really interesting story. Um, I, like, I don't want to talk about too much and spoiler it, but it, it is really funny. It's just, it's just really clever writing. Um, 
And then there's a book that I read when I was younger and I like, I, I reread it every few years just because I really like it. And I feel like I identify with it, I guess, because like a lot of my friends are similar to the main character in a way. Um, sure. It's called Exit Here by Jason Myers. Um, it's about this guy, Travis, who's basically like a douchebag that like does a bunch of drugs and is basically just like a spoiled, rich, shitty person. But like sure. the way Jason uh, writes about how he interacts with like the people around him, it's just so well written and just so... I guess like profound in a way and yeah um there's like a huge plot twist and it's just it's like a really like grungy gritty um sometimes funny story but it's mostly like it's like a drama um but it's really good I I enjoy it hell yeah that's um I'm gonna check that out and uh make sure you type that into dm and then I'll put that in the show notes yeah yeah um, um, I would say something like I have a book that's kind of like that. Um, well, I don't know if you've ever read it or you probably read it cause you're a Stephen King fan like me, but the revival, did you ever read revival? Oh, no, I haven't actually. Oh yeah. That's really a good one. I really, I definitely recommend that one by him. Cause it's kind of similar where like, um, well, Oh gosh, how do I explain this book? Other than this kid meets this pastor that comes to town that's new and he likes to play with electricity and um, something, I can't remember, it's been a while since I read the book, but something happens and I think his wife dies and um kind of loses his mind and so then he loses like his job as the pastor uh-huh. and then um the kid who knew the guy ended up like you know kind of running through a wrong path as well and um becomes a drunk and then ends up running into the pastor like years later and um, this guy has like figured out how to basically cure people with um, like lightning, electricity. And it's just like some of the craziest huh. shit that you would ever um, just, I mean, imagine. But it's so, so good. I recommend it a lot. I feel like that's like Stephen King in a nutshell, though. Like, yeah. One of my favorite Stephen King books that. Obviously, like books, books are better than the movie. Um, is uh, Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game was a really good read. I don't know if you read that one by him. Which one? I'm sorry. Gerald's Game. Oh yeah, actually, I have it right here on my shelf. <laughs> yeah, it's just it was really good as a book, but when they made it into a movie, I was just like, eh. Um. But yeah, that's a good Stephen King book. That is a good Stephen King book. So my other recommendation is a movie. It was actually like uh, pretty heavily recommended to me by Peregrine. Um, oh, it's, yeah, it's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. It's a pretty Ooh. recent movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's about this woman 
who, through the use of a device, can access all of her uh, other selves wi- within, like, like the multi-universe, like mm-hmm. um, another reality version of her. So, like, uh, like she has no idea about any of this. Like this, um, this person comes to like help her, and uh, or it's it's her husband, but it's a different version of her husband, and. Uh, she uses all these other lives, experiences, and powers to like defeat this force, and um, it's really, it's really beautifully shot. There's a lot of like really awesome fight scenes. There's a fight okay. scene where there's dual wielding dildos, which is interesting, um, and hot dog fingers. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's actually a really good movie. Hell yeah! I'm uh, Jamie Lee Curtis out. is in it. Oh, now I know I'm going to love it because I love her. Like, she doesn't play a major role, but uh, she, she it's it's good. I mean, it's it's like just really good. Uh, I, I don't I can't describe a whole lot of it, but it when I when I finish reading it, when I tell you I was like uh, I was messaging Peregrine and I was just like, Oh my god, sausage fingers or hot dog fingers. <laughs> it was it was just so good. It, it was entertaining, like really entertaining. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I did watch Hocus Pocus too, so I guess we can recommend that one because that one was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was really good. I, I uh, mean, I enjoyed it. The only, I think, qualm I have is I almost feel like, uh, I don't like, I feel like certain things were just so forced and it, like yeah I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like the the plot itself could have been a lot richer, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just felt I did like, the like movie, that they gave Billy a voice though. That was cool. Yeah. I just felt like the movie moved really quick. Yeah. Like, they everything happened like, so fast definitely slowed it down a little bit that's for sure because by the time it was over i was like it's it's over it's like that's it yeah my head was spinning (laughs) i will say the roombas the roombas fucking killed me like oh my god i was i was cackling like when when what's her face was (laughs) looking surfing on the roombas i was dying (laughs) oh and the the little girls that played like the little girl version of them was they were perfect they did such a good job they did i was so happy about that that was so great and honestly like the actresses too didn't look like they even aged all that much which i found pretty impressive like, Although I did notice that they put a lot more makeup on Sarah Jessica Parker this time. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was uh, That was very black, you guys. <laughs> yeah. It down just a little bit. <laughs> right. It was it was good though, and I and it I like I like that they set it up for like a new era of witches. Like I just thought that was kind of cool that. The actual yeah. characters themselves like had powers. I was like, "Yeah, okay, okay, all right." Yeah, and I hope that they, if they do continue it, that they actually do it good. Right. Yeah. Same. Because that would be that would be a travesty if they don't. Right. 
I mean, they will probably want to make more money off of it. So, like, they probably right. will. Well, it's Disney. It doesn't even matter if it's good or not. Like, they just have to put it out. People will watch it. And it doesn't even matter. They just have to have the Disney logo on there. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yikes. <laughs> um all right are you ready for your tower reading my darling Ooh, yes bring me all the towers give it to me (laughs) um well your first card is the seven of wands and uh and i know that you and i both know that there's like a challenge that you are facing um and I, I think I know what it is because we've talked about it a few times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I know that um, sometimes it can be hard, but don't fret because there's always ways around that. Because your second card is the temperance card. And, you know... It's just basically making sure that you find your true fulfillment and find a balance with your um, health and your, um, uh, your, like your health, your body health and your mind health mostly. Because as we all know, what happens when you are finally able to do that, you get the nine of cups. So, this is a matter of all good things. So, I'm hoping that this is a, a good news as to what we're both hoping for. Go right. rub those bellies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's some good news for you. I know there's that challenge that you guys are trying to get through, but... Uh, yeah. Hopefully, the the nine of cups means there's good news on the horizon. As long as you keep your peace of mind, I think you'll be okay. Keep your body healthy and woo, get it, girl. Like I need to stop eating so many donuts. So yeah, probably <laughs> probably would be a good idea. Eat I'm lots thinking. more chocolate. <laughs> okay. um actually i think there's i think it's walnuts that are really good for fertility as well yeah i I think so yeah i think i I believe it's walnuts well the walnuts you know the walnuts (laughs) (laughs) awesome well thank you so much for being my guest today and I am super appreciative for you and I'm I'm so glad that we met and we're friends and Aww. I have so much fun with you and our, and yes, our games you. that we play and oh I've had I've, I really do love you you're such a it, great person it's just so nice to like have a nerd friend that has a vagina it's just nice <laughs> it really is <laughs> I, and I love, I really do want to thank you so much for bringing me into, you know, the Starship thing. Because, like, honestly, I have had so much fun. And I love all you girls. Like, I have yeah. so much fun with you guys. And I really feel like I actually have, a, like, a group of friends now. Oh, yeah. Like, I've, I've never had, like, a group of friends. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're been, all. like, one here, one there. We're all, like, very tight-knit. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, we pretty much, uh, I don't know. Like, it, a lot of us have kind of known each other for like a year or so. So we're, we were all pretty like already tight knit before I even started sure. that, that server. Um, yeah. And then I was like, Cass is awesome. Let me see if she wants to join. So, <laughs> <laughs> and now we get Kakai and and uh, <laughs> Tabby, and Tabby, Tabby, <laughs> and and her Kenny with is, the surfer laugh. <laughs> yep, her name is Tabitha Rocket, and she's like, uh, she's like so fun. Oh wait, hold on, I gotta get, I gotta get the real voice. Hold on. Hi, like I'm Tabby Rocket, and like no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kenny's just like, oh, he's like, dude, dude, like huh? th- this is the voice that I hear with Kenny. You ready? <laughs> oh, dude! All right, that's like totally bodacious, man. Like that's <laughs> when I'm typing it. That's how I hear it in my head. <laughs> dude, it kills me every time you type surfer laugh. It like kills me because I just imagine the one from SpongeBob where it's like, oh. <laughs> I always think of um, the actual Kenny brother from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> like that's how I hear it in my head. Like, but it got to the point where I was like, I'm not typing surfer laugh every time, so S L works. <laughs> he laughs too much. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, you guys can find both of us on hey. Free Action Cry and you can find us in uh, pretty much all of your podcatchers. I think we can at all of our podcatchers, right? Yeah. 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 And then we've got freeactioncry.com and you can check out a lot of art that Ash has done and uh, some stuff that I put on there and yeah, lots of, lots of good stuff and fun stuff. Um, and then you can also find me on Role Players, on Four Friends and a TTRPG, also sometimes on Dungeons and Pop. So uh, come and find me. I'm pretty much everywhere now. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Cass, is, um, Cass is omnipotent. Yeah, I'm freaking everywhere. <laughs> oh boy. Thanks for listening and blessed be. Hi. <laughs> and we'll end this with a oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>